Welcome to the Courage Matters Podcast with inspirational speaker, author, and creator of the Courageous Life Planning System, Michael Anthony. I'm Aaron Thomas, Executive Director of Courage Matters, and in this special podcast series, we're covering 30 days of crushing your goals, removing false limits, and unleashing your potential. We all face discouragement in life, but we have a choice on how we react to it. Today, we talk about how you can overcome discouragement so that you can continue to achieve greatness. The more you focus on being balanced in the seven areas of life, the less likely you are to become discouraged. You should have a healthy view of things that may go wrong so that you can learn from it and continue pursuing your life vision and purpose. Let's dive into episode 28. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 28, all about overcoming discouragement. Mike, good to be with you as always. to be with you, A+. Aaron Thomas, good to be with you. Glad that you're joining us, whether you're watching or listening. And um, discouragement, in particular, to the goal setting and achievement process. It's going to happen to you sooner or later. You're going to be discouraged because a goal that you set whether it's an intermediate or an immediate or a long-term goal, lifetime goal, it's not going to be achieved. So you could come to this conclusion, well, isn't all this goal setting stuff nonsense? Isn't, doesn't this just set me up for failure? Doesn't just, just cause frustration in my life? And uh, what do you say to that, Aaron? What do you say? Don't give up. I mean, I mean, you can, you can say that about anything. It's, it's going to be hard. Life's yeah. hard. Nothing's easy. Anything yeah. that, that is easy, is it really worth doing? Right. I, I love what I heard somebody say, and I think it's it applies here. If you do what's easy, life's going to be hard. If you do what's hard, life will be easy. And I think that's true. If you continually choose the path of least resistance, hmm. then life's going to be harder for you. And uh, we talked about this during our intermission between um, episodes uh, the idea that, especially in the church, and you might be listening and saying, boy, you talk a lot about the church. Well, that's I, I've spent many years pastoring different churches and, and helping different ministries. In the church, we think that it's God's will when things go smooth and when they go easy, mm-hmm. and that if there's difficulty or hardship, God must not be in it. But th- those are people who are members of the nighttime Bible reading society, right? You might as well read the Bible at night, lights off, sunglasses on, and one eye closed. You're going to come to totally different decisions. When somebody is filled with the Holy Spirit, for example, in the Bible, you see again and again that it's not the path of least resistance. It's often the path of greatest resistance. It's Mm. the exact opposite because our minds are wired, right? Now we're shifting from talking about spiritual to, you know, just the biophysics of it. Our minds are actually wired to resist difficulty, to resist hardship, and to gravitate toward the path of least resistance. And that can be the very thing that undermines you and sabotages you. It's the path of least resistance. If you keep seeking that, if you do what's easy, life's going to be hard. If you do what's hard, life will be easy or easier. And, And this is a really important thing to understand. Goal setting, goal achievement is like life. It is hard, but you need to learn how to navigate through it. Yeah. Goal setting is like life. It's hard, but you need to learn how to navigate through it because you're you're in it and you're going to be doing something, producing something with your life. You might as well aim for what moves you forward. That's the whole idea. So you're going to be discouraged in the yeah. process. It's going to happen. Spoiler alert. You're going to be disappointed continually, continually. And guess what? If you get married, you're going to be dis- disappointed 
continually. That doesn't mean you're going to get divorced to that level. You're going to have disappointments when you have two people living outside of Eden coming together to envision this perfect union, <laughs> which is it can't be perfect because you got two imperfect people. You're going yeah. to have discouragement, but it's how you navigate through that stuff yeah. so you keep moving forward. For sure. So one question that I think is interesting is who who makes you discouraged? Who hmm, actually says, question. I'm going to be discouraged? Good question. Where does discouragement come from? Where does, yeah, that, that might be a better way to put devil? it. The devil. The devil is the reason. Yeah. I, I moved in I close think, to the microphone for that. I think you might be over-spiritualizing. Yeah. I think we do over-spiritualize it. And sometimes life is hard because we didn't prepare and we didn't do what we needed to do. It's not the devil. You're not getting attacked. This happens in leadership all the time. Oh my goodness. This happens in leadership all the time. Oh my goodness. We're under attack. Look at all the stuff that's happened. Well, you know why you're under attack? Because your leadership sucks. That's why you're under attack. You know why you're under attack? Quote unquote, because you're not doing what you should do and you should, you didn't do what you should have done when you should have done it. Hmm. So now you're getting what you are going to get because you didn't do it. That's why. And then we, we over-spiritualize stuff. People do this with the Bible all the time. You know, let, let's pray, let's fast, let's do, but are you doing the stuff that's in the black and white? Because if you want to, if you want to get rescued in the gray area and you're not doing what says in the black and white, mm. like forgiveness is one example, right? And then we're going to come back here to this discouragement and think about goal setting. Forgiveness is one issue, right? You want God to show up in all these other areas of life. You want God to give you money. You want God to give you rest and peace and relaxation, all this other stuff. So, you want all that to happen. It's not happening. And then you, you're praying, you're fasting, you're, you're, you're calling out to God. Oh, what's going on here? Help me out here. But then there's this passage of scripture, Matthew 5 or Matthew 18. If you go to present your gift at the altar and realize your brother's got something against you, leave your gift and go make it right. That's black and white. So if you're not willing to do that, how can you on one hand say, I'm not willing to do that. Black and white, I just read that. And then over here, you want God to show up. So, so let me see if I understand this right. You want God to show up powerfully and mightily in your life over here, right? Yeah. And you're really diligently seeking him to, to show up over here. And you want his will and his perfect will. And you want his, him to be glorified over here, right? Yeah, that's what I want. But over here, he's made it very clear about your responsibility in this little area of life called forgiveness or reconciliation. And you're not willing to do that. That's right. Well, why aren't you as committed to God's glory and God's will and his manifestation and his presence and his power moving in this area? That's black and white, irrefutable, whether you read it in Spanish or Chinese or Italian or Russian or Bulgarian language, whatever that is, or uh, whatever language you want to read it in. You're not willing to do it there, but you want it over here because you're 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 taking an a la carte approach to following yep. God. Well, I'll have some of this. I don't want some of that. I'll go over here, but I don't want to go over there. I want God to be glorified here because why? Because you're being selfish. You're over spiritualizing carnality. That's what you're doing. Hmm. You are over spiritualizing your own selfishness, where you have become the epicenter of your own spiritual walk, not God. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So here's the deal as we come back and land the plane over here to discouragement in the goal setting process. You could be having a difficult life for one simple but significant reason. Don't confuse simplicity with insignificance. It could be because you have not prepared the way you need to prepare. No excuse now. You have the courageous life planning system at your disposal. You have 
videos that you can watch. You have these podcasts you can listen to before you even get the planner because we're releasing these podcasts before the planner comes out. You have the Courageous Life community, people to interact with. There's no excuse. Yeah. So what do you do? Where does discouragement come from? I think it comes from, you asked a great question, sometimes a lack of preparation. Sometimes it comes purely from a biophysics place that you can eat wrong foods, not get enough sleep, not get enough exercise, and be at an emotionally drained state, depressed, discouraged. You can't keep burning the candle at both ends and not get burnt. Mm. There's a payoff for that. Um, you can have a, a chemical, you can be depressed because of a chemical issue in your body because of um, you being imbalanced for any one of those reasons I just said. And we talked about that in one of the other po podcasts as well, too, in this, the whole uh, series here, 30 Days of Crushing Your Goals and Unleashing Your Potential, the importance of sleep and exercise and how your body releases uh, natural endorphins, it gives you a state of like, almost like being high, really positive hmm. through a natural means. And so... Uh, what comes out of you is oftentimes a result of what goes into you. If you're watching stuff that's negative and condescending and um, contrary, what, you know, the Bible says whatever is good, pure, true, noble, praiseworthy, excellent, whatever is excellent, and praiseworthy, think about these things. Hmm. Well, if you're not thinking about those things because you're texting, you're, you're texting with people who are toxic. It's one of the things I talk about in the planner is um, a relationship detox. Yeah. Now, either somebody in your life or people in your life. Now, don't, <laughs> don't over-spiritualize that and say, well, everybody else has a problem. But there are people who are toxic people and you need to remove yourself from them yeah. right, in order to be healthy. But um, you can be depressed because you're not doing what you need to do. You, you're taking the easy path all the time. So life is hard. Yes, it takes time to set goals, but it takes more time to correct a series of wrong decisions because you haven't taken the time than it does to take time on the front end and to know where you're going right. and think things through. It used to be you'd have a roadmap that you'd think about your whole, whole destination of where you're going. Now you just pull out your smartphone, <laughs> punch in some directions. You don't have, you can mindlessly go to Or a, if you have a Tesla, you punch it in and it goes for you. you. Punch it in and it goes for you. Maybe cracks up into something. I don't know. Hey, yeah. uh, we're actually doing this podcast on the day when they're supposed to release the, the unveil. The new the, Tesla truck. Yeah, the Cybertruck they're calling. The Cybertruck. I hope it's a cool looking design. Yeah. I've I've seen I've seen mixed like mock ups of it. Some I like. I haven't liked most of them. Some that I've I seen. don't. There's one that I really like and I'm hoping that's what it is. Yeah, the one that's kind of beefy with the extended cab. Yeah, I think so. It yeah. was red, I remember in a picture. I yeah. Forget. But it, yeah, it looked good. Anyways, so yeah. what I what I hear you saying is we have control. It's not by an outside force that we're, we're yes. discouraged and, and, and yes. now here's, there's nothing I can do about here's it. Here's the deal. At this point, if you're a person of faith, you're saying, well, wait a second, I believe that God is sovereign. Wait a second, we're not ultimately in control of our lives. I agree with you more than you are able to communicate that to me. I, I completely agree with that. God is sovereign, meaning he's a supreme over all circumstances, people, situations at all times. Uh, he is in control. Yes, he is. And he also gives us parameters. It's not God who concerns me. It's people who concern me. Hmm. God will do his part, but you have to do your part. There are universal principles, universal laws of success, such as the Bible says, 
all hard work. What was that? What is going on in here? Don't know. What was that? Is that the people upstairs? Are they going nuts? I think it's Outlook. Oh, is that Outlook? <laughs> Outlook needs to go away. Um, there are, uh, you know, the Bible says all hard work leads to profit. Now, it's not just mindless hard work. It's hard work that is directed toward a specific objective, right? Hmm. If you love sleep, a little folding of the hands, a little slumber, and poverty will come on you like a bandit. The book of Proverbs says that. So you, you get what you habitually do. You reap what you sow. So, yes, I do believe, and the Bible teaches it, and you should believe, too, that you have more say in your personal success. Are you listening to this? Because you're not hearing this in the church. I say this respectfully. You have more influence and control over your personal success and your family success and your business success and your church success. If I was the devil, I'd be really depressed because the two entities that get most blamed for everything are God and the devil. They get blamed for everything. Spiritual warfare is the devil. And God, how come you didn't do this, that, and the other one? So hmm. you have more control, more of a say. I can see your, your thinking. In your personal success, your family success, your business success, your church success, than you have probably sat down and really thought about. So all that goal setting really is is taking 100% responsibility for your life, your family, your business, your church, your organization. You're taking 100% responsibility and saying, I'm going to give this my best shot. I'm going to swing for the fence. At least I'll get on base. You always yeah. miss 100% of the shots you never take. Yeah. And so that's true. the way it is with goal setting. Yeah. So let, let's talk about the first half of this. So discouragement, obviously, we have a lot of control over it mm -hmm. as far as we can choose control. to react to control. certain situations and circumstances mm -hmm. that come about in a certain right. way. Right. How do we overcome that? Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe we set a goal. Right. Or maybe we filled out our life legacy blueprint mm -hmm. and you have a, it's a 10, plan years, for your life. Yep. 10 years from now and it seems like I'm not going in the right direction. My my <laughs> life isn't turning into the legacy that I I wanted it to be. Right, right. How do we overcome that discouragement and not let it beat us up? That's a great question. I think that you have to understand that the purpose of setting goals in the seven areas of life, your whole life, right? The seven areas of life, relationships, spiritual life, health and fitness, career, finances, education, and rest and recreation. Those are the seven areas of life. Any goal that you set is going to fall into, it's going to be centered upon one of those areas, and then it will overlap and intertwine with at least one of the other areas, right? So I think about health and fitness. You're working out, you're exercising, it's going to give you good health physically as well as mentally, and that's going to have a direct effect on your relationships. Boom. Mm -hmm. Health and fitness, I'm going to work out four times a week to get the, that results, those results in health and fitness my body, the, the mind-body connection, and the overflow, it's going to spill into your relationships. It's going to spill into your finances because you're going to have more energy when you're at work. It's going to spill into your career, your, your mental outlook. It's going to, so that's a perfect example of a, a goal having an epicenter in one area and then overflowing. But the purpose of setting goals is not 100% I've got to hit everyone. 
It's to dramatically increase your odds of success across the board. What you're doing in setting goals, right? In these seven areas of life, intermediate goals, your three to five year goals up to you know 50 years and beyond. What you're doing is you're saying, I'm gonna take seriously these seven areas of life. I'm gonna really think through, think deeply, and I'm really gonna be purposeful and intentional. And I'm gonna give this my best shot. And there are certain circumstances that are gonna be beyond my control, right? Mm. Insurance policies, you know, when they were underwriters, they have acts of God, right? You get this acts of God part in the clause, okay? Barring an act of God, a tornado, what, what, yeah, earthquake. I was just gonna say, what does that mean? What yeah, do they lump into that? Flood, earthquake, tornado, things that are beyond the capability of anybody to have prevented, hmm. right? Um, there are gonna be things that happen. Uh, but what you're saying is, it's not all or nothing. It's not, if because I cannot reach 100% success, one of the areas you need to grow in is to be balanced and healthy and not to think, not to put all your eggs in one basket. So you need to realize that the purpose of goal setting is to help you be well-rounded. And even if, think of it this way, the whole idea is to dramatically increase your well-roundedness, dramatically increase your chances of success in achieving any goal that you set. Right. So the more goals you set and go after, the higher your probability is that you're going to achieve them. You could say that. You could also say the less goals you set that you get focused on, mm-hmm. the higher your probability of achieving them. So you, one of the areas that people need to grow in, especially if you're an overachiever, if you're a type A, you can look at, well, I failed. You set out to do 10 things. There's one thing you weren't good at, and you can fixate and focus on that, and it could drive you nuts. Guess what? You need to set a goal, or you need to dig your well, we talked about that in the last episode, of learning how to deal with failure and discouragement so that you don't fixate on and focus on the cup being half empty, it's half full. In the meantime, you just accomplished nine things. You just did nine things. Why are you focusing on that one thing? At least you gave it your best shot. Yeah. And... That's the whole point of being able to, you know, smarter goals. You need to be able to readjust. You need to be able to readjust either midstream or, you know, you get into it and you say, you know what, this isn't really something that I really want to do. And you begin to understand motives. Well, I was doing this because I was trying to please my parent, Hmm. my father or my mother or coworkers. I'm doing this simply because this is what I think other people have expected of me. And that's a good thing when in this idea of becoming the best version of yourself, you're not going to be the same person that you were last week if you're really committed. You can't be the same person. You have to be changing. And this is important. You know, you're getting married, right? I am. Let's bring us to a real personal issue, right? Um, I've been married coming up on 20 years now. We've known each other for 25 years, uh, Janet and me. That's great. In the course. In December, Yeah. So in the course of a marriage, here's what can happen. This is why in your goal setting, your goal achievement process, if you're in a relationship, you need to be sharing those things because otherwise you can, you can grow apart together. Mm. You can go apart together. You need to be sharing how you're growing and be committed to your partner's development and growth in each of those seven areas as well. Be a cheerleader right. for your partner as well because if not, What's going to happen is, and this is this happens why people get separated and get, get they get divorced. 
somebody grows exponentially. Uh, the days turn into weeks, turn into months, turn into years, turn into decades, and people get divorced mm-hmm. after 20, 30, 40 years because they, they grew apart together. They lived under yeah. the same roof, ate meals sometimes together, watched television together, but that's not communication. Mm. And so you're going to have to be really intentional with all the stuff that you're learning, right? You're in this world, podcasting and blogging and websites and development and courses that we're putting out and stuff. A real danger, a real danger for anybody would be you're learning about all this stuff and what is your your future bride? What is she learning about? You know, Mm. and and that's the whole thing too. You got to make sure you're selfless in the goal achievement process that you're sharing what you're learning so that you're bringing other people along with you that idea of replication yeah. right no i think i think that's a great point that you bring up because i actually have a friend who i i seen the exact thing happen um they they started on this new personal development kind of journey and their spouse wasn't being that sojourner with them on that journey so they were learning all these communication skills and leadership Mm -hmm. and great quality traits building into her like Mm -hmm. reading books and the other spouse wasn't doing that so there was like that huge they they began they began to talk different languages Mm -hmm. they wanted the communication Mm -hmm. and i mean that's that is exactly what it is it's different different language and it's not intentional right you don't intend to do that and the person means well, like the reason why mm-hmm. I want to grow personally is so that I can get closer. But you need to realize that unless mm-hmm. you're bringing that person with you on the journey, you can be sure. on your personal development journey all you want. Yeah. But if you're not going on it together. Yep. It, it yeah. takes work, right? And, Absolutely. And, and again, goal setting, goal achievement, right? It's not just about setting goals, it's about achieving them. Goal achievement is like life. It takes work. It's hard, but you better learn how to do it. Hmm. And this brings up a really interesting point when it comes to the discouragement and goal setting idea. If I've said this before, if your goals are not leading you to become more selfless, you are not setting goals properly. You do not understand goals properly. So irony of ironies, like your friend, you can be learning about all this stuff about communication and leadership and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And right under your nose, you Good are point. not you are not transferring that. You you are not why? Because we we all tend to be narcissistic generally, right? We we all tend to be. What is a narcissist? Somebody who's focused only on themselves, like in an unhealthy way. And a, a, a narcissism is actually a a um, psychological term for somebody who has a condition, right? But the human condition, all of us. Think about social media. Look at me. Look how awesome I am. Yeah. Look, look. This is how I look when I first get up in the morning after you put <laughs> your makeup on. This is how I look, you know, at the gym. Well, never mind showing us what you look like for the past 20 years. Let, let's see, you know, the veins popping out and, and your, you know, tr- trim fit body. Yeah. Um, you know, show us that amazing meal that you're making for your family uh, that you do once a year when the rest of the time you don't lift a finger. Right. Mm. It's it just we all are a me, myself, and I. In fact, the Bible actually speaks to that. In the last days, people will be lovers of themselves. That was written uh, about 2,000 years ago. 
Wow. So the primary characteristic of the end times at the latter part of the end times, because we've been in the end times since Acts chapter two, the primary characteristic of the world situation in the latter part of the last days is narcissism. In the latter, last days, people will be lovers of themselves. And if you've got a platform, people are going to call you. Haters are going to hate. Where's Taylor Swift when you want her? People, yeah, really? People are going to uh, <laughs> uh, hate you and despise you and call you all kinds of stuff. Listen, man, it's all about just leveraging your influence and making sure that your influence is strategic. And with goal setting, if you're not intentional about being selfless, about bringing your partner and your family along with you, and here's what's going to happen. Think about discouragement. Here's what's going to happen. You've got your courageous life planning system. You're using your daily success journal. You've got your goals set out for the year in your yearly planner. You've mapped out your life with your legacy blueprint. Your spouse doesn't want to do it, has this bad attitude toward goals and goal setting. Mm -hmm. So they've tried it. I don't want to get discouraged. It's going to set me up for failure. I already have enough bad things happening in my life. I don't want to do that. So you just start going on your course. And you're going to start growing apart together. Yeah. And here's what you need to do. You need to be relentless and you need to lovingly, patiently insist. As you're listening to these podcasts, as you're learning about the benefits of goals and goal setting compared to the difficulties you're going to have if you don't learn about goal setting, right? Goal setting is like life. It's difficult. It takes time, but you better learn how to do it. Yeah. Or you're going to have trouble. You need to not give up on that other person. You need to bring them along. My kids, when I first introduced this, oh, that, that, I just don't want to, I don't want to think about that stuff. Now, they understand. <laughs> they understand. There's nothing that's a new idea in life that we, that we totally comprehend and grasp and see the benefits of it immediately. But the more we look at it, look at it from different angles, the more valuable it becomes, right? Yeah. So you need to bring your significant other along with you and understand the consequences. This is where you have to, you know, what you're doing is you're trying to overcome discouragement. What's right. the best way to overcome discouragement? Here's a quiz for you. What's the best way to overcome discouragement? Is it like the other ones to prevent it from ever happening? Boom. <laughs> there you go. A simple axiom there or, or uh, methodology. It could be, right? be applied to anything. It. You're seeing, you seen X-Men? you seen X-Men? No, I haven't. Uh, I think it's X-Men uh, where they had, or it was a, it was a spoof on X-Men where one of these guys, like Reversal Man, re where he always just took whatever phrase he said and then just reversed it. And Ben Stiller is in it. I can't remember the name of that movie. You got to email us and tell us what it is, you guys. Info at CourageMatters.com. And he finally gets fed up with this guy because he says, you remember what I'm talking about? I've yeah. never seen the movie. Oh, yours. And Ben Stiller, <laughs> he just gets upset and he goes, I know what you're doing. Aren't you? All you do is you just make a statement and then you reverse it. You say that same statement and you reverse it. And that's the way, that's your that's your gift, that's your power. It's not a power, it's stupid. And he, goes, he just rips into him. It's hilarious, actually. I can't think of the name of that movie right now. Um, but you really need to understand that the best way to overcome discouragement is to prevent it from happening in the first place. And the best way to prevent uh, growing apart together, meaning you're physically together, but you're philosophically different places, mm. is to, man, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. You need to not give up on your kids and your best friends and your loved ones, that significant other in your life, because the consequences of doing that could be absolutely complete devastation.
Yeah. Irreparable. I mean, it's almost dangerous. The more I think of it, it's almost dangerous that if you are in a serious relationship where you have a spouse or a family, don't just get one courageous life planning system and use it for yourself because I can foresee that happening is the stuff, the content that's in this yes. are going to challenge people it is to going think to more deeply and set goals. And you're going to, whoever gets the courageous life planning system, they're on a journey. Mm-hmm. They're going to start accomplishing goals. We talk about it all the mm-hmm. time, unleashing their potential yep. and living with no limits. And if you're in a relationship and you're the only one going through this, this planning system and your other spouse isn't, mm-hmm. there's going to come that gap. So mm-hmm. it's almost dangerous. If you're in a serious relationship, get the yeah. couples pack on, on Kickstarter, right. get right. two of them. Like it's so important that you're on this journey together and it's that you guys really realize important. that how important it is to crush goals mm-hmm. together and mm-hmm. live without limits together. Don't just. And, and that's not even a plug for the courageous life planning system. Use right. some planning system. Together, yeah. Owe it to yourself. Use something and do it together, right? And I know we're going to be doing something like a a referral program, right? Where you're going to get all kinds of benefits when you refer friends um, who get the Courageous Life Planning System. We're going to reward you for that. But the biggest reward is the reward you get for yourself. Not not only for like like your, your spouse and family members, but here is what's going to happen to you as you understand your life vision, you understand your life purpose, you have a focus filter, as you, you have uh, values, vital values in your life, and you understand goals, setting and achieving goals in the seven areas of life, here's what's going to happen. Your friends are either going to change with you or you're going to change your friends. Hmm. That is the truth. In order to become the best version of yourself, you're going to realize things about yourself. You cannot be the same person that you were last year if you're really committed to becoming a masterpiece mosaic, creating a legacy that is amazing with your life, right? When you really make the commitment of making yourself the best version of yourself in those seven areas of life, when you're really committed to that, that's a fundamentally, that's a serious paradigm shift. That's epic. Yeah. That is a serious way of life. Right. It's a it's it's demonstrating you value your time, you value your life. You only get one this side of forever. Only get one. Then you go into forever with whatever you did with your life here into forever. That's that's true. So it's it's much longer time than no matter how long you live here on earth. As you're changing, as you know, I talk about CQI, continuous quality improvement, as you're changing, you're going to you're going to seriously consider should I stay in this career? Should I stay in this job? If you're going apart together, you're going to ask the question, should I stay in this marriage? Yeah. That's why you need to make sure marriage is a commitment. It's a commitment. Be selfless in that process. So immediately as you are changing, you need to communicate that to other people, Mm -hmm. your friends, because what's going to happen is you're going to, your attitude is going to change. You're going to become more positive. You're going to begin to achieve things and you're going to, it's going to happen in both ways. Number one, you're going to recognize I can't keep hanging out with the same people I was hanging out with. I can't keep doing the same things I was doing. And your friends are going to realize, hey, wait a second. He, she, whoever you are, they're always upbeat, always talking about something that happened in their life. They're always excited or let's say this they're considerably more excited than they were. They're moving forward more than they were before. 
And certain people who are unteachable, they get uncomfortable with that and they get jealous about that and they feel belittled by that. And it's really for one reason, one reason alone, they have just made a decision to limit themselves. Yeah. They can change. They want to. They don't want to. So you are going to face discouragement of rejection. People are not going to like the person that yeah. you become because it, it becomes a mirror to themselves. So with that in mind, you know, and, and you think about, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a cancer survivor. I nearly died four times, maybe five. If you consider um, me getting caught in a riptide, um, <laughs> being a potential death situation in the South Pacific. Yeah. Um, but you're going to have setbacks in your life. Sometimes an act of God, unexpected things, uh, sometimes an act of the devil. Sometimes it's not that spiritual. This person's an idiot. <laughs> and this person did this to me, right? But don't approach life with a victim mentality. You got to take 100% responsibility. Right. You're going to have these setbacks, but... You're going to have them even if you don't set goals. You're going to have setbacks even if you don't map out your life and think about your life. It's going to happen anyway. Life is what happens to you when you're making other plans. Hmm. Well, what you're doing is you're, you're greatly reducing the way that life impacts you. And now you're impacting life. Instead of being reactive, you're being proactive. Yeah. And you are acting upon life. You become that force to be reckoned with. So this is what we're saying when it comes to overcoming discouragement in the goal achievement process. It's going to happen. Get over it. Just go into it with both eyes open. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have difficulties. You're not going to achieve all of your goals. No, you're not. But the chances of you achieving much more with your life when you set goals, it's exponential. Right. It, it just takes off. And when you have the right system... When you are using the Courageous Life Planning System, the chances of you succeeding and staying motivated and being able to bounce back from discouragement, they, it just goes through the roof. Right? Yeah. So let's wrap it up, put a bow on it. Give me three key takeaways, three things that people mm -hmm. can do to overcome discouragement. Great question. Number one, take note of what you're eating. If you're, what you're drinking, what you're eating, what you're putting, what substances you're putting into your body and how much sleep you're getting and how much exercise you're getting. Direct correlation between your mental attitude and your physical body state. If you're abusing substances, taking the wrong substances and not eating enough of the right foods and balanced uh, uh, diet, not getting enough sleep. Um, not getting enough exercise and the proper kind of exercise that has a direct impact on your emotional state, whether you be positive or negative. Number two, be aware of what you're putting into your mind, the theater of your mind. You become what you think about. That is true. Everything you ever accomplished in your life began in your mind. I'm talking about things that you accomplished. I'm not talking about things that happened to you. Mm. But, you know, you win the lottery, you bought a ticket, didn't you? So you thought about buying a ticket, didn't you? You're in a great career. You thought about sending in a resume or you thought about showing up to work on the first day. And yeah. everything begins there. You're married with kids. You thought about getting married. You didn't just show up at the altar and say, what am I doing here? And then <laughs> who is this person? Right. So <laughs> what you think about 
does have a direct impact on the person you become. So in the same way, you need to watch your food intake, your diet, your sleep. You need to also think about your your uh, what you hear, what you see, what you listen to, who you listen to, how often you listen to it. And you, uh, and you, you have a direct say in, I don't have to listen to that. I don't have to watch that. Who's forcing you to watch television? Who's forcing you to surf the internet? Who's forcing you to use your smartphone in a dumb way? Nobody's forced. Who's forcing you to have these friends? Nobody's telling you in most instances, unless it's a human trafficking situation. Yeah. Right. Who's forcing you to hang out with those people? So your intake is, is really uh, key. And then the other thing, the third thing I would say is you have to have a tenacious action plan to move from where you are to where you want to be. Otherwise, you're going to be reactive. So it's not just watching what you're putting in thought-wise and food-wise. It's also what are you purposefully and intentionally moving toward? Hmm. What do you want to do with the rest and recreation area of your life? What do you want to do with your formal education area of your life? What do you want to do with the financial area of your life? What do you want to do with the health and fitness? What do you want to do with your career? What do you want to do with your spiritual life? What do you want to do with your relationships? Having a tenacious action plan where you you look at the end of your life, you imagine the end of your life, and then you reverse engineer it. You look at it backwards. And then you take 50, 60 years, seems like so, so, so long from now. But how do you get there? by imagining where you want to be at the end and then starting today in that seven week, seven day revolution, right? That seven day revolution, one week at a time. So those are the three things that you can do. Watch what kind of food substances you put into your body and how you sleep and you exercise. Watch what kind of things you put into your mind and types of things that you see, types of things that you hear, what you read, what you watch, what you listen to. You become what you think about. It's true. Hmm. And then third, having a tenacious action plan. What is it, what's your plan of moving from where you are to where you want to be? And if you do those three things, that's, that's massive. That's a game changer right there. I love it. Dramatically change your life. Great question, it. man. Great, that's a great question. Great, great stuff. I mean, great response. I love it. I, I think so. Makes total sense. It, it does, doesn't it? I mean, I, I hope that, you know, as you're listening, as you're watching, that you're having that same response. You know, this is stuff that we need to think about. This is the stuff, the grease of life. Mm. This is what is going to make all the difference in the world about what your world is like. Yeah. Right. So great stuff. Uh, so on social media, interact with us. You can also use the hashtag, hashtag Courageous Life System. Hashtag Courageous Life System when you're talking about uh, the Courageous Life Planner and how it's changing your life. Um, for me on social media, at the official Michael Anthony. That's on Facebook and on uh, Instagram at the official Michael Anthony. And then uh, the website, which is CourageousLifeSystem.com. CourageousLifeSystem.com. And, you know, depending on when you're listening, our Kickstarter is, is coming to a rapid end. And uh, it's been great to see the, the overwhelming response. We're over 200% funded now, mm -hmm. which is amazing. It's awesome. Once those, once Kickstarter is over, those deals are gone. So um, remember, be selfless in your goal achievement process. The purpose of all goal setting is not me, myself, and I. It's 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 not me. It's we. It's mm. influencing other people. So when you find something that works, and when your life is dramatically changed, you want to share that with other people and tell other people about it. So great to be with you. Great to be with you, Aaron. Likewise, always and, appreciate uh, the next episode. Be a great one. 
We hope you enjoyed today's Courage Matters podcast along with other podcasts in this series, 30 Days of Achieving Goals and Unleashing Your Potential. Why not share this podcast and this series with a friend who could use a lift? And if you're looking to take your life to the next level, you'll love the new Courageous Life Planning System. It'll walk you through a proven process to help you set and achieve great goals, live with no limits, and unleash your greatest potential. No other goal achievement system gives you so much to positively revolutionize your life. It'll help you set and achieve lifetime and long-term goals so that your dreams become a reality one day at a time. To get your Courageous Life Planning System, download the free Courage Matters app or visit CourageousLifeSystem.com. That's CourageousLifeSystem.com. It's your time to soar.